Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Fantasy Six Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. And AJ Appleton. This is Sin Shoo Chew. It's a mouthful. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net and writer over at SoCalledFantasyExperts.com. On the line is co-host AJ Applegarth. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, dude? Uh, not too much. Uh, just got back from taking the kids to see Santa. One screamed his head off. The other, uh, the other told told Santa that she's been good most of the time, which is hilarious. <laughs> Have you been good this year? Um, mostly. <laughs> At least she's fairly honest. That's good. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I love that. I love that reaction from her, that response from her. But, uh, yeah, visiting the mall Santa sucks. I will, I will not lie about that. But it took way too long. Anyway, oh, yeah. man, we are uh, we are back, ready to go. Week fifteen is here, and <clears throat> of course, right on cue, man. Like, you know, last week we talked about some of our heroes and zeros, and naturally, some of the people that we picked on and said they were zeros, um, kind of turned around and you know, really proved us wrong or, you know, or I think even in the show before that, it was like, who are the guys that you can trust and not trust heading into the playoffs? You know, I'll start right off the bat, man. Big bounce back performance for Kareem Hunt. He looked like the Kareem Hunt that we're used to again, over a hundred yards from scrimmage. I don't remember if he scored. I feel like he didn't, but, uh, you know, it, it was a, it was a good performance by, by Kareem Hunt. Uh, Jordan Howard. I don't think he was on one of our lists, but, and he's been kind of struggling down the stretch here the last couple of games. Uh, another, but, you know, yet just another big week 14 performance. You know, for those of you who needed him in a wild card rounds, <clears throat> you got what you needed for sure. Doc Prescott, it's another one I wrote down here. You know, he he was really having a hard time. He You know, he had a, he had a decent game against the Redskins in week, four, in week 13, but – I mean, week week fourteen was was pretty monster for him. Uh, so, for those who were able to get through the the poor performances of Dak Prescott, you know, right in the late middle to late part of the season here, you know, you're you're feeling pretty good about him going forward. I think. I mean, he gets a fairly favorable schedule here: Oakland 
And then, you know, I mean, look at Seattle, but it's a pretty beat up Seattle secondary, and they've been kind of picked on lately as well. So, you know, don't think that Dak can't do something against these guys. Um, and then the last one I wrote down was Demarius Thomas. I mean, this literally felt like it came out of nowhere. Um, Demarius Thomas has been pretty pretty mediocre um, for for much of the season. I mean, he, in PPR leagues, I guess he's been decent. But, I mean, just the way that this – Broncos offense has been looking the last couple of weeks. You know, Demarius has kind of helped his cause by, you know, he scored three times right in the middle there when, when Osweiler was, was quarterback. But, you know, once Osweiler was pulled and they put in Lynch and then they pulled Lynch because he was hurt, they put back in, um, blanking on his name right now. Um, Completely blanking on his name. Who am I thinking of? <laughs> um, Trevor Simeon. Uh, Trevor Simeon, thank you. I realized that you dropped the call again. Um, well, no, I, I, radio. Yeah, I, I called in. I called in my phone to make sure I was on time and was waiting for it to gotcha. load up. So I sent you a message, but I didn't get it. That's cool. I just said I remember him about five times. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Uh, yeah, Kareem, so Kareem Hunt, Hunt, Jordan Howard, Dak, and DT, man. Big performances here. You know. Big bounce back, had, guys. Uh, 116 yards on the ground, touchdown against Oakland. Uh, Dak faces Oakland this week, Seattle next week. Um. So yeah, I can see Dak having another another solid outing. I wrote him off a long time ago. I mean, uh, we talked about it earlier in this year. Didn't have much to do with this. Um, the what's uh, called this offense, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man. You know it. It goes to show, like, these guys that, you know, I mean, look, I know a lot of people that didn't want to start Dak. I know a lot of people that didn't want to start these guys. Um, You know, I wasn't in a position where I could not start Kareem Hunt in one of the leagues that I had him, Uh, but thankfully I did. You know, thankfully I just, hey, I guess thankfully I didn't have any other options because I know of a lot of people that just were like, nope, I'm done with Hunt. I'm not starting him because he's been horrible. So, um, so yeah, big news this week, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is back, baby. Um, for those of you who have made it this far and were able to keep him on the bottom of your bench, or if you picked him up after somebody dropped him. Uh, I know in Scott Fishbowl, I thankfully was able to snag him about maybe four weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. I forget when it was. 
I just was kind of going through the waiver wire. I was like, eh, let's just see who's out there. I got some guys that I can drop. And I was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is sitting there. I was like, you know, in the off chance, I actually make it to week 15, which is considered the conference championships. Uh, having an Aaron Rodgers to pair with either Mariota or Rivers, at this point Rivers, 100%, uh, would be a huge boost to my team. And that is exactly the situation I am in now. So I am actually thinking I have a chance to make it to the finals. There's some really phenomenal teams, though, so it's going to be hard. There's 10 left out of, what, six, five, five or six 12-team divisions. We're down to 10 total out of all of those players. So, um, you know, Either way, pretty good season, but uh, yeah, having A-Rod back um, is going to be good. My question to you is what do you think this does for the Green Bay offense from like the receivers? And I guess the biggest question, the obvious elephant in the room, is Jordy Nelson. Does this mean Jordy Nelson is back? I think we lost you again. Okay. I, uh, does, does, does this mean Jordy Nelson is back? I, I don't know. I mean, I still feel like Adams is the main go-to. I wouldn't be surprised to see Jordy have a nice bounce-back game, but I don't know if we're going to see, like, the week one, two, and three or whatever it was that we saw earlier. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of agree with you. I also just kind of wonder, what are we really expecting from Aaron Rodgers here? Are we expecting him to come out, guns blazing, slinging it around like he usually does, you know, kind of exposing himself like he usually does, you know, by scrambling around and making those really late kind of, you know, the throws down the sideline type of deal? Yeah, because, I mean – Let's be honest, that's why he got hurt. You know, he was exposed when he threw the ball and got drilled and just slammed into the ground. So, you know, you wonder if maybe they're going to try and protect him a little bit against a, a fairly decent, you know, pretty good Carolina defense here. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't – I think that he's going to he's gonna have to be a little – more cautious, especially this week. I mean, Carolina does have a solid defense. They can get after the quarterback. So I think that, you know, they're going to maybe have some more two-back sets maybe uh, to try to get him some more protection, Um, you know, or or even two tight end sets where, you know, you have all these, these name tight ends, not, you know, top tier guys, but names that we've heard and, and talked about, you know, throughout the years, but none of them have really done anything this year. So um, I think that he, he's going to need to be a little more cautious. I mean, he's said himself that he's not coming back to try to save their season and this and that. I mean, I, he's a competitive guy. He wants to play. He wants to win. And of course. he he ripped through his rehab to make that happen. But 
I don't think that this is him coming back and saying, okay, well, I'm going to be the same guy. I think he needs to have it in his head that he's not the same guy right now. I mean, he may be not, uh, you know, not as injured. He's healthy enough to play, but I don't think he's going to be 100%, you know, gunslinging. I'd be very surprised so gotta, if he is. So I got a question for you then. You know, kind of where in – and I know you don't put our rankings together, but just kind of in your head, where would you kind of rank Aaron Rodgers? And you know, I'll go through some names here. You know, you got Russell Wilson against the Rams, Brady against the Steelers, obviously Roethlisberger against New England. We just talked about Prescott against Oakland, Rivers against Kansas City, Breeze against the Jets. Um, you know, so on and so forth. Cam, Stafford, Ryan, Cousins, all the way down to like Bortles and stuff like that. So where in that list are you throwing him? I mean, I definitely like Dak, Rivers, Breeze, and Cam, and obviously Ben, Russell Wilson, yes. I, I would say maybe just outside of the top ten. For me, okay. um, maybe in that twelve thirteen range, um, you know, Cousins on Fantasy Pros is sitting at eleven. You know, he's got a nice matchup against Arizona. Keenum's got a tougher matchup at twelve against Cincy. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably say somewhere right around in in there. I mean, I even like Bortles better than him this week. I mean, Carolina's, like I said, they're they're, they're a good defense. They can get after the quarterback. Um, I I think that's going to be a very interesting game. I mean, everybody's going to want to be watching this game because he's coming back. Um, But, yeah, I'm just not expecting a whole lot. Yeah, you know, it's really a tough one for me. I, um, I've I've actually got him ranked in the top five. Um, You know, I've got him after. Currently, I have him after Wilson, Brady, Roethlisberger, and I. You know, I've got Breeze propped up there, but you know, I I might reevaluate as the as the week goes on. I'm not really sure. I think it's going to depend on, on if Kamara can play or not. I don't know if that's been announced. Um, I haven't seen anything yet. So, you know, if Kamara's not there, I think Breeze gives a huge boost and can, can sit on top of Rodgers right now. But if not, you know, if Kamara's back and they're going to go with that big one-two punch, then maybe I, I, I put Rodgers above Breeze and draw Breeze a couple of spots even. Uh, but, yeah, I just think coming back, he's going to he's gonna try and do his thing. You know, they're going to protect him. I, I get it. And maybe they'll run the ball a little more with Williams. You know, he's been playing phenomenal. But I think ultimately to win this game is going to be on Rodgers' shoulders. Um, so, but, yeah, still big news, man. You know, big news for fantasy owners who have been holding on. This, I, You know, I, I ultimately think this gives a big boost to, like, Jordy. You know, I think this is going to help him. He won't be non-existent like he has been. Yeah. But, yes, I think you are right, too. It's not going to be the week one, week two, week three that we saw where he's scoring multiple touchdowns, getting 100 yards, or not even one. I, mean, I don't think he ever got 100 yards. Yeah, he, but, he didn't hit 100 you know, at all this year, but, but game one, seven for 79. A touchdown. 
Uh, game three against Cincy's tough defense, 652 and, a t- and two touchdowns, sorry. Uh, Chicago, four for 75, two touchdowns. So that, that was it. I mean, he, he has gotten an uptick in his in his targets the past couple of weeks, which is nice to see. But we talked about it last week against Tampa. I mean, he was my sleeper pick to, to finally break out of this nonsense. And he had five receptions for 17 yards. I mean, I think I've had farts that have gone farther than that in the past week. I mean, this is ridiculous. So I do think he, uh, he bounces back a little. I think the targets will still stick around that, you know, maybe five to seven range. Um, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what the yardage or yeah, the yardage and the touchdown propensity is. But yeah. um, Kamara, as far as as you were saying for him, he practiced fully today. Um, oh, okay. So that's so. That's big. I mean, he he was out last Thursday since they had the Thursday night game. So he had he's had about a week now. Um, you know, I mean, he was even out there tweeting that he wasn't going to miss any time. So uh, it sounds like you know, this is a, a good step in the right direction. He doesn't have an injury uh, designation right now, but I, I think he still needs to clear. Um, he does. I'm reading, I'm reading that the, now, the, actually. The final thing. Yeah. Final hurdle. It says. Yeah. So good transition here. Cause the next thing I want to get into, man, are all the injuries we had last week and boy, did we have some big ones. Um, I'm going to start right off and talk about the big one, the biggest one, obviously, and that is Carson Wentz. Dude, I feel for you, man. As an Eagles fan, that's got to suck ass. I mean, (laughs) you're now relying on Nick Foles to carry you to the Super Bowl. I mean, this was a Super Bowl contending team, in my opinion, and that sucks. But in my opinion, you're done. Foles is not going to do it. Um. But it's a good team, but I just don't think it's going to happen. No, I I mean, I was kind of saying, not all along, but, you know, the past few weeks I've just been sitting here looking and, and I've tried to not buy too much into the hype and the record and how well they were playing. You know, I knew they still had this tough stretch of games, um, you know, against Seattle and L.A. out west. And, you know, they, they even against Dallas, I mean, we talked about it before, Wentz didn't look good in the first half. I mean, he came back in the second half and played pretty well. Um, you know, they got a big win there. But, I mean, he he's – I've been worried about him for, for a while because of the way he plays. And he just goes out there with this reckless abandon. And, you know, he's not afraid to take hits, which I like. But – I also don't want to see our franchise quarterback getting smacked around as much as he has. Exactly. You know, the the perfect example was the Monday night game where John Gruden was like on his jock all night about that one hit that he took. And then he comes back the next play and throws the bomb to, I think it was Aguilar or, or maybe Torrey Smith. Um, and it was like this, uh, no, it was uh, the rookie um, Mac, Mac Hollins. He oh right, yeah. Amazing bomb downfield, and and Hollins reached out and grabbed it and got the touchdown. I mean, it was it was a fantastic bounce back play. But 
you know, you're not going to see a Tom Brady do that. I mean, you can probably see Big Ben do it just because he he's a monster. He just takes hits and, and does the same thing over and over again. But like mm-hmm. like some of these veteran quarterbacks, you know, they're not out there doing those things because I don't think they want to get hit. Um, but yeah. huge blow for sure. I mean, Foles, I'm I'm optimistic that he can play well. Um, you know, he's, I think it's a good scheme. Um, you know, as long as he can pick it up, he knows a lot of the, the personnel in this offense. Um, you know, so I, I think that it, that it, it's not going to be the same. I don't see them getting to the Super Bowl unless the defense really steps up and just shuts people down, but they got to learn how to shut receivers down more than they have. So, yeah, it, it definitely hurts. Yeah, I mean, the good teams have really exposed this defense, it, it looks like, you know, putting up a, a good number of points the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So, of course, we now have to turn our attentions to fantasy with with all of this. And a lot of people, myself included, had Wentz in their fantasy leagues. Now, mine's a dynasty league, so it's a little bit different. There are no quarterbacks available except for Foles. Actually, Foles was taken in my league. Somebody must have fallen asleep on their team and had kept Foles in their team all year long. Don't ask why. Um, So I was like, oh... Excuse me. I was like, oh, I'll just go pick up Foles just to have a backup to Matt Ryan because that's the only other quarterback I had on my team. And can't even do that. So I ended up going out and picking up Bryce Petty. Puke. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I have to have a backup to, to Matt Ryan in case Matt Ryan goes down. I'm in the finals, and it's a two-week final. So, you know, if Matt Ryan were to get hurt this week, I need a quarterback next week. I can't totally screw myself over. Um, yeah. So anyway, but in your normal leagues, your normal redraft leagues, what are the guys that you are looking at as potential pickups for Wentz replacements? I mean, you're definitely looking at, at a Foles if he's there. Uh, this week especially, you're looking at Blake Bortles. I saw you picked him up in uh, the six-pack league. Um, I had mm-hmm. a claim in for him, even though I always preach about if you're out of the playoffs, then you shouldn't be making moves if you're in the consolation ladder. But is it is our consolation winner? Our consolation the one who gets our consolation is different. Yeah. Well, you can take a the first can, pick of where you want to pick. Yes, you get the first yeah draft choice. Exactly. So yes, so we have a different. We have a different. So so we have something to play it. for still. So exactly, and, and that I was the thought point. that's what it was. So I went after. I mean, I went out. I put in a, a couple of claims this week because I I freaking blew out. You know, this week for for the first time, and I don't even know how long my team actually played well. Um. <clears throat> so at this point, I'm all in. I'm trying to get that that uh, that Absolutely, toilet bowl man. I win. Would be too. Yeah. I so. Would be too, man. But, yeah, I mean, a Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy that, that San Fran's obviously going with now, and he had a pretty good game against a very weak Houston team. Um, you know, just you got to dig deep 
unfortunately. And it's not like you can go out and grab Brett Hundley at this point because Rogers is back. So hopefully right. if you had Wentz, you, you had another option as well because there, there really isn't much out there. I mean, you might be having to look at a Trevor Simeon, um, which would be very horrific. Um, yeah. I mean, I think so, guys yeah. are looking at, I mean, Cutler, I, Jay I, Cutler's I, out there probably, you know, oof. he's probably the first guy I would go after if Bortles was taken. Um, I don't know, man. I'm going after like a Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, yeah, he, he's not super high owned in a lot of leagues. Uh, does get Tennessee. I like him a lot this week. Yeah. Um, he's not going to put up big points, but he's not going to kill you either. Um, you know, he's he's definitely capable. Uh, the thing that's going to struggle with him is touchdowns, just because San Fran's just not very good. Um, yeah, they're, they're just not built for that type of. Uh, no, but you know. I mean, the big three I think you go after is Bortles, Foles, and Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I think those are the three you look at. Obviously, I yeah. I, I, I agree with you, Bortles, big time. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough, man. Like I said, I, I'm going with Ryan and I don't like it. I mean, thankfully he gets Tampa Bay this first week and I'm just hoping like him and Julio can go off for 300 yards again. Like they did, uh, <laughs> the last time they played and just yeah. give me a huge lead in the first week of the playoffs because then week two, he gets to play New Orleans again. And Matt Ryan, as we saw this past Thursday, decided to throw three interceptions directly to <laughs> the saints the hell was that um oh, it was bad dude conversation for another time but um yeah. anyway let's let's rip through some of these other injuries i just wanted to you know kind of highlight that one because it is the big one it's affecting a lot of people in the playoffs um but some other injuries that you know really did a, a lot of these injuries had an effect of last week too i mean the, it really did change the landscape of the playoffs you know, we talked about Alvin Kamara. You know, it it looks he is practicing, so that's good news for him this week. But I mean, like, yeah. people that had Alvin Kamara last week probably got Don't. knocked out because they got him like four points. Um, yeah. So the huge uh, one I had him, I had him in a couple of. I think I picked him up in a couple of DFS leagues. I tried playing him. Uh, or I mean, DS, brutal, DFS man. teams. Total but, yeah, brutal. that I mean, hurt. That crushed I mean, him. He had those four points in, like, half a quarter. I mean, he was all his way to another monster game, just like usual. Like, you could see it. Um, yeah. You know, a bunch of concussions, honestly. Uh, you know, Zach Ertzmith last week, you know, he, he actually got cleared already, so that's good. Uh, let's see here. Joe Mixon missed the week due to yeah. concussion. He actually – has not practiced yet and has not been cleared. So that's not looking all that great for him. Um, Tevin Coleman's also in the concussion protocol. Nathan Peterman, not that you're starting Nathan Peterman, but he's in the concussion protocol, which really means Tyrod Taylor better get healthy because I don't know who the hell our third-string quarterback is, to be honest with you. Um, oh, and yeah. Not, you know, that – that could honestly really impact a LeSean McCoy if they're starting their third-string third quarterback because they're just going to target 
LaShawn McCoy even more. Although, is it just me? I want it to snow blizzard-like conditions every time McCoy plays because he is a monster in the snow, dude. No yeah. one can tackle that guy. I Joe remember, Webb was it their third. Oh, book. my God. That's right, Joe Webb. Was it with the Eagles? The last, I remember this, like – gigantic snow game of LaShawn McCoy. He ran for like 200 yards and like three touchdowns or something like that. Yeah, was it was like three years ago, maybe four, he was. Um, a buddy of mine, just he had posted it because it was actually last weekend that it happened. Um, and he posted a, a Facebook memory about it or whatever, and it was like, oh, the snowball, this was the best game ever, and it was against the Lions. And Shady oh, yeah, just yeah, I do remember that. went he, off. Dude. And I had he that had, game, man, and I crushed the dude I was playing. And I remember because, yeah. like, before this game, everybody was like, oh, man, I'm staying away from the Buffalo Indy game, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know. I, I love – maybe McCoy is going to have his snow magic again, and he totally did. Oh, yeah. It was phenomenal. Well, he, I mean, he went to school at Pitt. I mean, he, he played they don't get in Philly. Snow, but – I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's. I mean, they don't. They don't get doused with it. But, I mean, he's he's played the majority of his career, college and pro, in cold weather in Pennsylvania. So, Buffalo is a whole know. other story, though, when it comes to cold oh, weather. Absolutely. No, I mean that was absolutely. incredible. They were showing the radar man, and it was just like this one band of snow. That's all it was. You could go to. You could go. You could go thirty minutes north of Niagara Falls. No snow. You could go 30 minutes south to wherever. No snow. It was just like a band of snow coming straight off the lake, right over the stadium, and that was it. <laughs> that was the most fun game to watch on Red Zone. Like, I'm so happy that went into overtime. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get, keep rolling here. Uh, the last concussion I've got written down, I'm sure, who knows if there's more. I'm sure there is somewhere that I'm missing. Tom Savage, he was knocked out. Dude, I don't know if you saw that hit. That was I did not know. And he um he got knocked out in the I think it was the end zone. He got hit hard and he did that whole thing where like his arms were up and they were shaking. He couldn't Ugh. put him down. And then he gets up, walks to the sideline, somehow gets cleared to go back into the game. <sighs> Goes back in for like a what? series. And then the team like Pulled him finally and took him into the back. And yeah, I don't know. I'm sure the I'm sure the uh, Texans are going to get crushed for this one by the NFL because there is no way that he should have been cleared. I mean, the thing is though is I was listening to some sports talk radio and and one thing I did not realize is that the coaches cannot see video. They do not see replays on the sideline, right? And so because this was in the end zone or so far down the field, there was a whole bunch of players around him. The coaches didn't know that he had that, like, that motion yeah, but some that he had. Knows. I mean, you, well, your coach is in the, in the, up in the box to replay. I mean, that's what, what they're doing up there. They're watching replays to check. Well, no, but they do that shit all the time because Allen's yeah, a Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't so, know. It's just fishy, man. I don't know. The coaches just, on the it was field bad. might not necessarily have it, but there's no way yeah. that somebody somewhere did not see that what was going on. Um, and, and maybe that's what it was, that it just 
oh, well, let's go back to this initial thing and, and check it out because it wasn't something where they're like, oh, well, let's challenge the play. You know, maybe they weren't paying attention, but yeah, I mean, this is this is like the second or third time that this has happened now. I think Jacoby Brissett had it happen to him where he went out and then came back in and played the rest of the game. Um, the one week or something like that. I, I mean, it's just we see concussions obviously by the handful every week. Um, you know, you, you have all these uh, former NFL players coming out saying that they think they have CTE. If he if he elicits any symptom at all, it should just be a mandatory. Well, you're out of the game until we can review you further, and that's that. You know, but, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm going. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you. I mean, I, I don't know what can be done at this point, I, but I'm sure it's going to all get reviewed at the at the end of the season here. But um, going through some normal injuries now. Um, obviously, I mentioned Tyrod; he's recovering from his knee injury. Sounds like he is on track to play. So, what? We'll but just keep an eye on that one. Uh, Alan Hearns is still nursing an ankle injury. It's unlikely he'll play. Robert Woods is uh, sounds like he's going to return from his shoulder injury, so that's really good news for golf owners and for those of you who got through this far with Woods. Um, McCown is out for the season after breaking his hand, and the I picked up Bryce Petty as my backup quarterback in the Dynasty League, so that sucks. That's blow for your boy, uh, yeah, I know, man, my boy. You know, me and me and McCown, we got we're like that. Um, like what if he was healthy, uh, you'd be you'd be going after him. If he was sitting out on that wire and all you had was uh was Ryan and, and him, he'd really be your boy then. I'm sure I think McCown was owned in that league. Like I said, every quarterback oh, yeah. and apparently yeah. apparently backups are already owned in that league. Um so Amari Cooper, he aggravated an ankle injury and is now uncertain to play for Week 15. Uh, he did not practice today, so that's not good good news. And finally, it is over. Jordan Reed is out for the season. We can finally stop talking about him on the injury report. Yet there's only one week left for the show for football season, but so be it. It's one last week I had to mention his name because I'm tired of saying Jordan Reed is doubtful or whatever the hell. So, um, so yeah, some waiver options here, man. So, again, we've you know we've said this before. It's week 15. You're probably pretty set with your team. At best, you're looking at some defensive streamers. We'll get to them. Um, you're looking at, you know, maybe like a random flex guy. Like you've got one maybe sort, you know, sort of weak spot on your team or a guy who's got like a really bad matchup. And there's some guys out there that could potentially kind of just give you like a little boost or maybe have some, maybe like a little upside pick type of deal. You know, like somebody you have in your lineup is good for like, I don't know, six to ten points, which is fine. But there's guys out there that could do the same but have, like, way higher upside, right? And these are the guys that we like to mention here at this point in the season. So 
My number one here, not number one, but the first guy I listed down here for running backs was Rob Smith. He wrote his name down again, it looked like. Or maybe I wrote his name down twice. You did it. That's why I highlighted it. I was like, wait a minute. Like, all right, I get it. I wrote wrote down Rob Smith's name twice. Apparently, I really like Rob Smith. Um, (laughs) So, Rob Smith obviously blew up last week. You know, look, don't expect that again. That was a really weird sort of fluky thing. It kind of came out of nowhere late in the game. Uh, He just had two massive plays. But the guy's getting used. Uh, you you could definitely plug him in if if you know and especially in a flex spot. Um, I like Mike Davis. He's still very low owned. Um, he's just playing well. I mean, I don't know what else to say. He's playing very well for the Saint or for the the Saints, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so uh, give him a shot. You know, if he could just get in the end zone, man, like you, everybody would be talking about him. But he's you know obviously he's just not scoring. Um. Uh, who else we got here? So uh, Wayne, Wayne Gallman. Yeah, man, Wayne Gallman. I know, right? Like, I, we were propping this guy up for a few weeks, and then he just sort of disappeared. It was like, what? Okay, this is the Orleans Darkwood show. Sure. How long is yeah. this going to last? Up oh, forever, for some dumb reason. So yeah, Gallman finally got a lot more touches this week. Uh, ran 12 times for almost 60 yards, caught another seven passes for 40 yards. Uh, you know, didn't score, but, I mean, that's that's still good for almost 17 PPR points. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably a deeper pick, in my opinion, like a deeper league pick. I don't think I'd be rushing out to go pick up a Wayne Gallman, but, uh, you know, look, if, if you're desperate, why, you know, why not? If if the Giants are going to just start using these guys, you might you might as well give them a chance. Uh, for receivers, we got Marquise Goodwin. We've talked about him before. Um, we got Richardson from Seattle. He's just kind of like quietly getting it done. Uh, Corey Coleman's still pretty low owned. You know, I a lot of people were scared off of him after the game that Josh Gordon came back, and he saw zeros on the box score, but this is clearly going to be okay. Coleman scored, you know, caught a bunch of passes this last week. So it's, it's obvious that the Browns with at least Coleman and Gordon healthy can be a fairly efficient offense, which is weird to say uh, if Kaiser could be even remotely average, I feel like they'd be awesome. But uh, but yeah, Coleman Coleman's somebody I think you can actually plug in this week, just regardless. And then Didi Westbrook, man, I, I like him a lot. He's been really good. And look, this is I, I honestly think this is kind of one of the reasons why Bortles is having such a good end of the season here. Uh, Westbrook has come back from injury, and Bortles has been phenomenal. Uh, at least fantasy wise, really, you know, phenomenal down the stretch here. Um, so, you know, Bortles has been, uh, I'm pretty sure Bortles has been a top 10 quarterback the last three weeks. So, uh, yeah, and, and it just so happens to be the weeks that uh, D.D. Westbrook has been back. So, 
you know, don't don't discount D.D. Westbrook here. Um, on the tight ends, uh, there's really not much out there, man. Uh, Ebron, he caught 10 passes for 90 yards. Where the hell did that come from? But maybe he's having a late-season burst here. Um, you got Anderson from Houston. He kind of had a dud week, but I'm still – yeah, he's still going to get used a lot, although I guess they're going to have to be using T.J. Yates, so that's not exactly anything that you're loving. Um, and I wrote down Burton, but this was I wrote this before the news that Ertz was cleared, so um, you can scratch him off the list. Burton is absolutely worthless when Ertz is back. So, um, yeah, you yeah, would think, but... Keep an eye on him just just because something fluky could happen with Thirds. But yeah, I mean, if Thirds is 100% healthy, he's definitely the guy. And 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 yeah, but it's not. But it, okay, so it's not. Week. But it's but it's not like Ertz is dealing with like a hamstring injury that you think he's gonna True. like. Ertz was a concussion. He already held out one week, so Ertz is probably fine, right? Um, and then I don't know. You, I just think. It, it's hard to predict if Ertz gets, like, re-injured or, like, gets another concussion. Like, that's what you have to rely on in order for Burton to have any value. So you're relying on Ertz to go down mid-game. So I'd rather start somebody like Ebron or Anderson who are going to have value all game. So I, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere near Burton. So anyway... Um, Let's move on to our sleepers, busts, and um, best picks here, highest, lowest scoring games, stuff like that. Um, I'll, I'll start it off. My highest game is going to be Chargers and Chiefs. Division game, so, you know, sometimes these can be pretty low scoring, but, you know, neither defense is really all that great. Uh, the Chargers is better this year than it has been in the past. The Chiefs is way worse than it has been in the past. So I can see this being a pretty high-scoring game, especially now that the Chiefs have seemingly figured things back out um, on offense. They have they have awoken from the dead. Um, the lowest-scoring game, I'm going Ravens-Browns. Ravens surprised the hell out of me this week and put up 38 or whatever the hell it was against yep. – against Pittsburgh and I cannot believe they lost that game. I have a story for you before we close. You know about my, one of my fantasy matchups and just the utter insanity and how it ended. Um, but Ravens Browns, I'm not loving it. I mean the the Ravens still have a phenomenal defense. Look, the Browns offense has kind of woken up, but I still think this could be a low scoring game. And if you know there's any weather involved, I'm just I don't know. I just I don't really love either offense. Still, yeah. Um, I, I, dude, I'm going Rams Seahawks. I, 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 I liked the Chargers Chiefs game, but I mean, this is another division game. Um, it's really got a lot on the line. Just, just the same, probably, you know, as Chargers Chiefs. Um, Rams are coming off a, a tough loss to the Eagles, a game they possibly could have won um but you know eagles turned around came back and and took the victory um 
dude, the Seahawks have just been good. I mean, they're a good team. Lockett's playing better. Richardson is coming on again. And the Rams just lost their top cornerback in that game to the Eagles. So, you know, I think this could be a good game for that offense of Seattle through the air. J.D. McKissick, I think it's J.D., um, is another running back to keep an eye on too. He's he's sneakily had uh, a handful of uh, receptions. I think at least four receptions in in three or four of the last four or five games. Um, so if you're playing full PPR, you know that's definitely nice to get. I mean, he's not blowing up, but somebody to keep an eye on. Um, that's my my highest scoring game. Uh, lowest scoring game, I'm going to go with tomorrow night's game, Broncos at Colts. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, this might have been the big <laughs> Peyton Manning yeah, playing his old team. Oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. But now it's Trevor Simeon and Jacoby Brissett, uh, and that's about it. I mean, I think yeah, enough said. It's <laughs> just there, there's nothing to really like about this game, um, you know. So I, I don't I don't care <laughs> don't care about it at all. Um, but I rip into my sleepers and busts here too while I'm at it. So uh, I think you know we can both agree we've already talked about Blake Bortles a lot mm-hmm. because he's he's. Awesome. He's got a great matchup this week, um, and and in Houston, and you know he had he had an okay game against them first game of the season, but that was a different team then. You know that was more of a defensive effort that won that game for Jacksonville, um, and you know he's just going to ride high. So I really like Bortles this week. Um, my running back, I'm going to go with Kerwin Williams. Um, he was another waiver guy that I, I don't know if we mentioned him or not. Maybe I was on or off the line if he did. But um, he's had some decent fill-in games for uh, for Adrian Peterson. And now they're saying Peterson's season might be in jeopardy yeah. the rest of the way. So, you know, that definitely means it's fallen on Kerwin's shoulders. I don't think David Johnson's going to come back this year, at least definitely not nah, this week. It doesn't sound like it. So, you know, I believe it was ownership said that he's not coming back unless he's a hundred percent. So I don't, I don't see him coming back. I think this is Kerwin's show the rest of the way. Um, it, I also, I also do like Rod Smith. I know he had kind of a outlier week, but Oakland is susceptible to the uh, to the run, so I do like his chances. Maybe not the same ridiculousness he had, but um, I think he could have a good game again. Receiver-wise, I'm going Corey Coleman. Um, like you said, he put up the donut the first game back for Gordon, but last week, you know, Kaiser had three touchdowns. He's still two interceptions, but uh, you know, he's throwing the ball. Um, and Coleman, Coleman finally found the end zone after, 
you know, not doing it since week one because majority of that time he was injured. But, you know, I think having Gordon there is going to pull defenses more towards Gordon and it's going to just free Coleman up. So I definitely like him this week for another good game. Yeah. Yeah. All good choices there, man. Uh, I'll go with my, my sleepers here. Bortles would have absolutely been my first pick. I think that's obvious. Uh, you know, we, we kind of both propped him up a little bit. Um, but because you picked him, I will give a second one, and that's going to be Foles. I think he'll, you know, I think he's going to have a decent game uh, enough that he, he'll be usable this week. Um, you know, the Giants are very susceptible to the pass. That you know, they can obviously get passed on um, according. I'm looking at fantasy pros right now, and actually the matchup rank is number one. Uh, I don't know how true that is. That doesn't seem right to me. I don't know what there's that. I don't know how they measure that. Um, but apparently they give up the most points to quarterbacks. That that feels I wrong, think doesn't it? That's <clears throat> holy crap. Yeah, let me let me look into that. No, they do. According to ESPN, yeah. they do. Okay. Um, alrighty. So there's that. Um, well, that that was helped by Dak putting up 26 last week. Um, yeah. So anyway, my sleeper running back is going to be theoretic. Um, Abdullah is, is likely. I you know, I didn't mention him on the injury list for some reason, but he's not looking great to return this week. So uh, uh, you know, Riddick had a phenomenal game. <coughs> Excuse me. I am struggling here. Um, oh, now they're saying he, they do expect Abdullah to return. So maybe I should <laughs> maybe I should pull this back. Yeah, no, Abdullah, um, Abdullah is cleared. Ah, that blows. All right, well, that ruins that. So when I made this. But pick, I don't think he's necessarily work. earning the starting spot back. Though. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been good. I mean, Riddick's obviously been better. So, you know, screw it. I'll, I'll still stick with Riddick here. This, it's hard to pick sleeper running backs at this point. Like, the guys that are ranked higher are really the only ones getting the ball. So, you know, at, yeah. I, I guess as, as just a guy who I'll pick later is going to be Peyton Barber. I mean, the, the – the Bucks got knocked out of the playoffs officially last week with the loss. So um, they are going to – in my opinion, they, they need to just move on from Martin, who's had just an abysmal season. Barber had a better game last week, even though Martin started. So Barber got the carries later, played better, played more throughout the game. So, you know, maybe they just kind of move on from him. But that's – I mean, that's a risky play. It's hard to play him when you probably are going to see – Doug Martin starter, you know, because that's, that's just a hard play there. Uh, my my sleeper receiver here is going to be Rashard Matthews. You know, Mariota's banged up. He may not play, but, dude, this is still a really tasty matchup against the 49ers. Um, I just think I'm just feeling like a, a, a bounce-back game from Rashard Matthews here. So uh, go ahead and pencil him in your lineups. Yeah, that Barber Martin mess kind of screwed me in my one of three teams that was in the playoffs. I I only had well, aside from fantasy six pack, I only had the one other you know actual meaningful playoff team in, and I made a last minute change. I went and picked up Barber and I dropped Martin for T 
Teon Green, thinking he would get a ton of carries and work, and I just got absolutely blown out by the guy. But my team wasn't shouldn't have even been there to begin with. It was just garbage. But I managed to win against probably much weaker teams. So anyway, screw Pey- Peyton Barber, screw uh, Doug Martin, and screw Tampa Bay. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Uh, All right, go ahead so and, uh, my, give your bust yeah, here. God. Um, yeah, so my uh, my busts here. I'm going with Tom Brady. I mean, I know you, you said you had him ranked pretty high, but he's been absolute trash the past couple of weeks, and he uh, and and the New England team in general getting blown out by Miami uh, cost my brother the playoffs he ended up having Brady and like he was down by 10 points and he Ooh. he missed it by like point three or point four points he lost and I was I was on vacation so I was wasn't watching the game but I had my phone and I was kind of like following on the little like tracker or whatever and it's like Tom Brady incomplete pass first down Tom Brady incomplete pass second down Tom Brady incomplete pass third down and I was like yeah, well was they're down crazy. by 10 or 11, I think, they needed the field goal. It's like, they're going to do the field goal, and there's not enough time. They're going to blow the onside kick, and my brother's going to lose. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, he, he was he was pretty pissed. But, uh, yeah, Brady, he, I mean, I think that, I mean, if he plays even – two times better than what he's done the past couple of weeks. He's still not going to have a good game. So I just don't like him this week. I think Pittsburgh is going to dominate this game. Uh, Antonio Brown's going to be all over the place. I mean, I, I like Schuster this week too, you know, coming off of his suspension, but I think, I think the Patriots are going to lose. And I think Pittsburgh is a strong Super Bowl contender now um, with the way they've been playing. Anyway, uh, running back bust, Todd Gurley. Uh, I know I said I like that Rams-Seahawks game, but the Seahawks are the only team that's shut down Gurley this year. Uh, He's been a monster against every other team except the Seahawks, and they've been pretty solid against the run, you know, especially over more recent weeks. So I think that this is another, you know, trap game for Gurley. If you're in the playoffs, you're going to start him because he's been your bell cow the entire season. But you know, don't don't expect too much out of it. Um, and then my receiver, uh, I'm going with uh, Adam Thielen. Um, you know, fan fan favorite of the show, and you know, always talked up and everything. But I just don't like this matchup against Cincy. Um, I mean, they've they've shut down opposing receivers very well this year. And, you know, I don't, I don't see them winning this game against Minnesota, but I could see it be, uh, being fairly lower scoring game. And, and I think Thielen's going to suffer on it. Well, I hope you were dead wrong on that. Uh, cause I need Thielen to, to bust out in a couple of different <laughs> leagues here. So, uh, my bust is going to be, I got to do it, man. I, I'm going with, with Cousins. 
that offense is a mess. The team is a mess. The offensive line is. I mean, we're we're down to basically like our third string offensive line. It's it's pathetic. I mean, they just can't do anything. Um, I have an interesting question for you because it's actually a the question I need to make the decision in fantasy six pack. I'm in the semis against Richard Bortles or Cousins. Cousins That's what I was just about to say because I was looking at. Um, you know, ownership and stuff in, in the fantasy six pack league. And I clicked on your team and I saw cousins. I was like, Oh, that's yep. interesting. Cause I knew you picked up Bortles. I was like, God damn it. And I was like, well, what the hell? You got cousins. <laughs> and I still see cousins sitting as your starter. I'm like, Ooh, isn't that I don't interesting? Know, man. I mean, Arizona, I'm like, Arizona hasn't been good, uh, but like Bortles gets what Houston. No. Yeah, dude. I mean, Houston, I mean, Garoppolo, like I said, he had a decent game against them, but it was his, what, first game, full game in. Um, everybody else against Houston has absolutely decimated them. <sighs> it's a tough call, but I, I, it's I think really I like Bortles call. better, dude. I've got him I, ranked like 12 and 14 right now in the rankings. The Cousins is slightly higher, but I don't know, man. It's 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 hard. I don't know what to do. It might be one of those things where I go against my rankings just because. Um, and it's in it's in Washington though. That does help. Although uh, I need to look at the splits. I feel like Cousins plays so much better on the road yeah. randomly. But not last week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean he's he's, he's up and down, dude. He's he's all over the board. I mean he's consistently good and bad at home, and then good and bad on the road. <laughs> so, so great. Not helping me at all. Anyway, I, I, my but he's kind of, he, Yeah, go ahead. Oh. No, finish, finish your thought. I was going to say, I mean, he does have, you know, eight touchdowns the last four weeks, nine the last five, but he has a ton of turnovers, too. He's yeah, I mean, he's just getting four, beaten up. Five interceptions and a fumble across that same five-week span. So... Dude, I like Bortles. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Bortles. Final answer. I can't believe you're actually saying Bortles over Cousins because of turnovers. How weird is that, huh? I know. That's. I mean, that's Bortles is like saying. a turnover like, king. So, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to really evaluate that one and look around at just a ton of different things because obviously semifinals, and I want to get to the finals of this damn league for the first time in. Four years, I think. Anyway, running back bus. I'm going with Lamar Miller. Um, obviously, Houston's going to have to go with TJ Yates. Uh, hopefully, it does not decimate Hopkins' value. I mean, he did score with Yates. I mean, Hopkins seems to be able to do whatever yeah. he wants. Hopkins so it doesn't matter. Ridiculous game. He did, again. Um, but, you know, Lamar Miller, it just isn't getting it done lately. So I'm not looking. I'm not looking at him to do much again. Um, and Mike Evans is my bus receiver. He has been not good this year, and he keeps getting like ranked fairly high. Um, I've got him as a low. What do I have him as? I have him as a, like a low running wide receiver two. Um, that might be too high. I mean, he's just been bad. It doesn't even really matter. So. My streaming defense this week is 100% 
the New Orleans Saints. I think their ownership skyrocketed overnight because waivers ran. So their ownership is a little high right now. But if they are still out there and you're playing like one of these typical good defenses in week 15, but they have a tough matchup, just go get the Saints. Go drop some dud player on your end of your bench and go get the Saints. They are playing the Jets and Bryce Petty. Enough said. Uh, I, I, Saints were, was a solid pick, but I, I had to go and dig down a little bit and go with the Dolphins. Um, I mean, this team has has come back and played pretty well the past couple of weeks. I mean, if you can come in and shut down New England, um. You can shut down. I'm trying to pull them up here so I can see what the hell am I even talking about. Uh, I thought I had my notes down. Apparently, I did not. Uh, I'm Buffalo apparently, this week. Well, yeah. So Buffalo, and of course, this is like the one time where I, I always like to go back and look at a division game. Okay, they've already played this team. You know, once. <laughs> oh my before. God! They actually haven't. No, right? they have That's- not. They're they're, wow, they're stupid weird. like every other game against the same team, but on weeks fifteen and seventeen, which I don't think I've ever seen. So yeah, there's no like empirical data against this team earlier this year. Um, but weird. yeah, I mean they 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 still let up twenty points against New England, but against Denver, I mean they absolutely crushed Denver, only giving up three three interceptions two interceptions against Tom Brady. Um, and Dude, and those are nasty three, three total. Too. I mean, they've, they've allowed <sighs> a total of 55 points against from New England the past three weeks because they played them. They did their every other. And they still managed to put up, you know, averaging a double-digit 10 uh, a game. So... Well, that's at least in fantasy six pack, so that that's a little skewed. But still, they've been good. Um, you know, against Buffalo, you're looking at a, a a web as your quarterback potentially if Tyrod's not healthy enough. You know, Charles yeah, Clay is still banged up and hasn't been producing, even though Miami's usually susceptible to tight ends. Um, you know, I, I just. <laughs> Shady's the only thing that scares me on that team right now. And, you know, I just think, who cares? If they give up a few touchdowns to Shady, they've obviously still been able to get turnovers and still put up points as a defensive unit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's solid. I'll say one more real quick. I'm not going to get into details, but another, like, solid defensive pickup is the Redskins. Arizona has not been good the last few weeks, so that could be a sneaky pickup too as well. Uh, yeah, a couple that, Twitter that questions. Awesome. Uh, what is going on, on Twitter? Leave me alone. Um, PPR flex: Robert Woods, Hogan, or Ryan Anderson? Uh, P- PPR. Wait, what? Rob, Robbie Anderson. So PPR oh. flex: Robbie Woods, Anderson Hogan, or Robert or Robbie Woods? Anderson. Yeah, Robert Woods, Hogan, or Robbie Anderson. 
I'm going to go Woods. Yeah, me too. Uh, week 16. Oh, week 16 defense. Ew, I answered this question as like it was week 15. I have no idea. Week 16, are you serious, dude? Uh, no idea. I have no idea who, ever, who anybody's playing. Um, well, Dolphins uh, get KC. I could go multiple well, ways. Lions, Bears, or Chargers? All right, so Bears get Cleveland. That's pretty easy there. They've had two double-digit points against San Fran and Cincy. Um, they get Detroit this week. That could be down for them, but Cleveland gives up points to defense. Yeah, uh, so the, it's the Bears. I hear, I hear, yeah. I hear the Browns, and I'm going the Bears. So, yeah. So we actually did pretty good time, but I need, I want to tell you about this story. This is my dynasty league. So we we do where week 14 is semifinals. So only four teams make the playoffs. I was the one seed playing the four seed, and then the two uh-huh. and the three seed played each other. And then the finals is a two week final, so 15 and 16. Right. So just to let you know, in week like six or seven or whatever the hell it was, there was some team that ended up playing the who became the season number three seed and like didn't set a lineup, basically. Like they had half their team on by or injured. They had just lost Rogers. He didn't he must have like been so pissed he didn't set a lineup, right? Um he lost like sixty-five to twenty-two. Had he put in like any semblance of a lineup in, he would have beaten the team who ended up getting the three seed. Had he done that, the guy who I played as the four seed would have beaten the three seed, and the guy who was a three seed would have been the four seed. <laughs> me and the guy, me and the guy who played each other, outscored the two and the three seed by. 45 and 60 points. So both of us would have made it to the finals. So either way, whichever one of us lost was going to be super pissed um, and absolutely have every right to be. So just putting that out there first. So I'm going into the game going, oh, crap, I have to play Bell and Brown, and I'm nervous as hell because – I hate having to play those two. And so at the end of all the games, before Sunday and Monday night, I had an 86-point lead going into the Sunday night game. My team's done. His team has, obviously, Bell and Brown from Sunday night. Then he's also got Amendola left from Monday. Okay? So after the Sunday night game, my lead goes from 86 to 16. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! It's, I, I thought I was done, right? Like, I'm just figuring I'm done. Amendola without Gronk, I'm done. But then, like, I realized like Hogan's back, so maybe that hurts him. So I'm watching the Patriots game. So the whole first half, Amendola's not used, right? He's just not even on the field. Then the Patriots start getting blown out, and I'm like, crap! They're gonna have to bring in Amendola, spread the field out, and start dinking and dunking down the field like they always do. And that's absolutely what they started doing. So I'm watching my league tick, 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 tick down. Right, couple minutes left to go in the in the second in in the game. Patriots get that huge play to Cooks down the sideline, put him on like the 
25 or 30 yard line or whatever it was. That next play right after the two minute warning, steps back, chucks it to Amendola. Amendola makes that spin move at like the five yard line and then gets popped right at the goal line, right? Uh. Gets stopped at the goal line at an inch. If you go back and watch that play, man, he got stopped by, he got, he got stopped an inch away from scoring. Just to let you know, after that play, I was only up three points. So had he scored, my night was over. My season was over. I had, and the very next play, they tried a they tried a little play to Amendola in the end zone, but then they kept getting moved back and moved back and moved back. They had a bunch of penalties. Amendola never touched the ball again. I won by three points, and I'm not even saying I won by three points. I won by an inch. That ball was on the less than half yard line when he got oh. unbelievable. I've never been sweating so hard watching a football game in my life. And I mean, rightfully so. Like, and it was funny because the guy, we have a Facebook group. He put a, he put a blow up like of the replay when Amendola, like he obviously got hit and like slid into the end zone with the ball. And he was like, this is rigged. Right. And so then I, see the replay myself stop it where he's like an inch short and blew it up and said fake news and put it up there <laughs> nice. uh but yeah man uh well the, i, I that was catching story i'm never gonna forget like i'm never gonna forget that matchup ever and me and that guy should have both been in the finals and i feel bad uh for him but i'm just thankful i moved on uh, well, see, and that's what sucks, too, because it's like that last week, you know, the seeding is not always set. And it's like uh, more times than not, it's it, it's not set. And there's always going to be something that happens in week 13 nope. that, like, kicks games around, kicks teams around. And that's what happened in my league. The one dude that, that I've been talking about and betting with and everything, you know, with little side bets, I, I beat him twice already in the regular season. The second one was where I won the bet on him, and uh, or no, the week after that because I I didn't bet him the week that we played. I should have and won more money, but um, yeah, he was like one of the top scoring teams all season long, and and was the highest points for most of the season. But then he faltered down the stretch, and and he barely made the playoffs. The only reason he made it is because he won his last week, and the one guy was playing the three seed, and my brother was playing the the one seed, and only beat him because of Joe Mixon's concussion. Uh, he won by like two or three points, or not even, and then the other guy lost to the three seed, so he snuck in because he won, and he shouldn't have won. The other guy could have picked up. Like his his team only had one win and it was against that guy. So I was really pulling for him to lose, not even make the playoffs and just like have him be sour grapes the whole off season through the playoffs. He would have just bitched and been like, Oh, well I would have, I would have beat this team. And had I played in the playoffs that my team would have scored this and whatever, but he's got Kareem hunt. So he had, I think he had the highest score, uh, out of the, the four teams left you know, that were playing between me and, and the other guy on the bye, the guy on the bye actually ended up 
with the one CD at like a ridiculous score. But so yeah, now I get to play this guy for a third time this year, and I'm debating on trying to like place another bet, but I I almost don't want to risk it because I've just had bad luck when I play people for a third time around. It's like major league <laughs> baseball pitchers yeah, going the third yeah, yeah. time through the rotation and they just get lit up. So uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a stressful week for me, man. All five of the all five of the leagues I made the playoffs in, I'm still on the hunt. So I was kind of. Right. It sucks to say, like I was. I'm a have, look. I'm ultimately happy that I am, but like I kind of just wish that like a couple of them had been knocked out. So it's like a couple things <laughs> left to worry about, you know. I'm like sitting here like sweating over a bunch of teams, and like they're all playing each other, you know, type of thing. Because I'm in so many leagues. Like I have yeah. guys going against me that I'm using in other leagues, and it's like I just oh, need yeah. that perfect combination of players and points to win all of them, and it's like near impossible. And somehow it happened last week. So first <laughs> happened two weeks in a row is probably not going to happen. I mean, even crazier when you think about this. So in the playoffs last week, I scored the most points in my playoffs in every single league, and I played the team who scored the second most points in the playoffs in every single one of my leagues. <laughs> So the likelihood of that happening again is zero. It's going to be – I'm going to go in. I'm going to score 65 points this week. I'm calling it right yeah, now. That's, that's what I it's did. Gonna I put up 53 it, it, points to like 139 yeah. or something in, in that. Yeah. But in that, that league scoring is kind of screwed up anyways. But I, I, I'm glad that one's over. I was hoping to make it because it was a nice – thousand dollar payout for first place but I, dude i would have lost to everybody else i would have played and i had the absolute lowest score out of all 14 teams i think even the teams on the buy put up more points than my my shit team so yeah hmm. it was it was horrendous yeah i mean well anyway that is it for the show um so we will call it quits and See you all next week. Good luck in week 15. All right, everybody. Enjoy. Good luck. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.